Grace be to you and peace from God, our Father, and from the Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. The words of our text for this day come to us from the intro it appointed for the Reformation Day. From Psalm 119, verse 46. I will speak of your testimonies before kings, O Lord, and shall not be put to shame. This is the text. You may be seated. In the name of Jesus, dear friends, the year was 1521. The place? Worms. Martin Luther had been summoned by the emperor to appear at an imperial diet. He had already been excommunicated from the Holy Christian Church by the Pope. Now he was being called on to answer for his supposed crimes. A number of Luther's writings had been examined and determined to be full of false teaching against the Roman Catholic faith. The question he had to answer was a simple one. Are these your writings? And are these your teachings, or are they not? He said, yes, they are. So the second question wasn't so easy. Will you take it all back? Luther knew that standing his ground would be dangerous. He knew that he could be threatened with death if he continued to defy the church and teach what was contrary. But he also knew that the truth of God's word and the salvation of many souls was at stake. He was convinced by the power of the Holy Spirit that what he was teaching was right. So in April of 1521, at the Diet of Worms, Martin Luther famously declared, I cannot submit my faith either to the Pope or to the Council because it is as clear as noonday that they have fallen into error and even into glaring inconsistency with themselves. If then I am not convinced by proof from Holy Scripture or by cogent reasons, if I am not satisfied by the very text I have cited, and if my judgment is not in this way brought into subjection to God's word, I neither can nor will retract anything. For it cannot be either safe or honest for a Christian to speak against his conscience. Here I stand. I cannot do otherwise. May God help me. Amen. And that was it. Martin Luther was declared a notorious heretic and condemned to death. I will speak of your testimonies before kings, O Lord, and shall not be put to shame. Martin Luther did just that, literally. 
He stood before an emperor and spoke the truths of God's word. Being a Christian in a world that is hostile to God and his word is not easy. It's much easier simply to keep our faith to ourselves, to blend in with the crowd. We don't want to draw a lot of attention. We don't want to rock the boat. We'd much rather simply live out our lives in peace and quiet and not be bothered by anyone. Besides, we'll probably never be called upon to give an account of our faith anyway. I mean, we're no Martin Luther's. (laughs) And it's true, we may never be summoned to stand before an emperor or a king, maybe not even a president. But how will you respond when the biology teacher condemns creation in favor of evolution? What will you do when confronted with questions about sexuality, marriage, and gender, or abortion, or euthanasia? How will you answer the claims of a society that believes the church is actually a hindrance to progress and improvement, that Christianity must be done away with in order for us to survive. I will speak of your testimonies before kings, O Lord, and shall not be put to shame. These are hard questions. And unfortunately, none of us can know exactly what we'll say or do until we're actually faced with such a situation. But that's when the words of Psalm 119.46 will really come in handy. That's when the example of Martin Luther will be a real encouragement. Because he indeed was not put to shame. And neither will we be. Because our Lord Jesus Christ has overcome sin, death, and the power of the devil by his cross and his resurrection for us. He has won forgiveness and bestowed upon us his perfect righteousness. He has opened the gate of everlasting life by rising from the grave. And he has joined us inseparably to himself in the waters of holy baptism. Did you catch that word? Inseparably. There is nothing in this world, not even death, that can tear you away from Jesus. The enemy has been defeated. The devil, who would seek to tear us away from Christ forever, has been overcome. We sang it in that great hymn, A Mighty Fortress. Hear again the words. This world's prince may still scowl fierce as he will. He can harm us none. He's judged. The deed is done. One little word can fell him. And that word is Jesus. 
That's what it means not to be put to shame. To confess Christ boldly and proudly in all circumstances that we belong to him and that we will follow him no matter what. Even if it should mean our lives. Because Christ is stronger than death. And we will rise to new and never-ending life when he comes again. Just as we also sang. And take they our life, goods, fame, child, and wife. Though these all be gone, our victory has been one, the kingdom, ours remaineth. I will speak of your testimonies before kings, O Lord, and shall not be put to shame. Not an easy task. Our Lord calls us to stand firm on the truth of God's word and to bear his name before the world. He also does not leave us to do it alone. He is here, present in his body and blood to strengthen and to keep us steadfast in this truth to life everlasting. He himself goes with us, declaring his truth, using us as his instruments. In just a few minutes, you seven will be summoned before this altar to take your stand. And we're going to ask you some really heavy questions. Questions that we do well to take pretty seriously, to approach and consider with perhaps a bit of holy fear and trembling. But do not be afraid. Your Lord is with you. He is risen from the grave and lives and reigns to all eternity. And he will continue to bless and to strengthen you by his word. So that if it be his will, you too may stand, even before kings, to speak of his testimonies. And you shall not be put to shame. Amen. The peace of God that passes all understanding. Guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.